Last week's tragedy devastated the Jewish people. And I want to share a few thoughts with you on this. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Inspiring Hope. This is your weekly boost of uplifting Jewish inspiration. I'm Rabbi Tzvi Sittner, and on behalf of TheVillageSchoolNH.com, I want to thank everybody for listening. I also want to thank this week's sponsors. Today's talk is sponsored by Yaakov and Aviva Eisenberger for a recovery of all those who were injured in the Meron tragedy. May they have a Rafua Shalema, as well as by Ian and Heather Ringel and honor the yards out of Ian's brother, Norm Ringel. May his neshama have an aliyah, as well as by Shachar Dworsky and Laura Goldenberg in memory of Shachar's mother, Holly Dworsky. May her neshama have Leah, and lastly, by Jory and Asher Lichman and Alyssa and Dove Atlin and their families to honor their mother, mother-in-law, and Bubby Cheryl Gertner, who's battling a serious illness. We pray for strength and well-being of mind, body, and soul. Thank you for all of your sponsorships. So ever since the word started spreading last Thursday night about the terrible tragedy in Meron, Jews all around the world have been walking around in just a complete daze. I mean, we've been totally at a loss, a loss for words, because of the devastation that we're all feeling. And I think we're also so confused because of the nature of this tragedy. You know, unfortunately, as Jews, we're all too familiar with anti-Semitic attacks by an enemy of the Jewish people. But this was different. There was no enemy. There was nowhere to direct our anger, nowhere to channel our sadness. And it just leaves us sitting with our pain. But when we can't direct our strong emotions outward, when we can't point to the enemy or cast blame, we're forced to respond the way Jews have responded for thousands of years, which is to not look out, but to look in. To not ask, Lama, why? Why did this happen? Who's to blame? Lama, why? But to say, Lima, for what? What can I do? What can I do in memory of all these holy souls who passed away? What mitzvah, what act of chesed or Torah study can I do to bring a merit to those who are injured? And I think this idea was really said so powerfully by the father of one of the victims, a victim who was just 13 years old. His name was Yedidya. I'll read to you what the father said. In describing his son, he said that if my son would want me to say something to you right now, it would have been... Right now, we're not looking to place blame. And he continued. He said, if you did, it was here now in my place. He would have said, let's unite. It's the time. It's the place. When there are tragedies, no one checks which kippah the other one has, or if he even has a kippah. Everybody helps the other one out. Let's unite. No Jew hates the other. And we need to be united. Part of unity means putting aside the blame and instead feeling the pain of our brothers and sisters and asking ourselves, what can we do to better ourselves and better the world around us? You know, yesterday I listened in on the funeral of another victim, Donnie Morris. He was a 19-year-old yeshiva student from New Jersey. Now, I don't know Donnie. I don't know his family. I'm not from his community. But as I sat there watching the funeral for several hours, among almost 100,000 other people, I just couldn't stop crying. It was excruciatingly painful. And then this morning, I was talking to a friend of mine from Texas, who also doesn't know Donnie. But he said to me that when he watched the funeral, he felt like his heart was being torn open. And even though he doesn't know him, it makes so much sense. 
Because the Jewish people are called Ishechad Balevechad, one person with one heart. And like any person, if one limb is hurting, the entire body feels it. Right now, part of the Jewish people is bleeding, and the entire nation feels that. Let's unite. Let's feel the pain. Let's support each other. And let's grow as individuals and as Klal Yisrael together from this.